Welcome to Rise with Dina and Becca. This is your weekly dose of mood-boosting morning banter. Where we also discuss real-life shit. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of our heads together. Oh, good morning, good morning, good morning. I've got morning voice majorly today. I sound like a totally different person. <laughs> Get in here. Let your voice be heard. <laughs> Guys, welcome back. We are at episode seven freaking teen. My age. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel at heart. <laughs> uh, forever 17. Guys, welcome back to this episode. We are so excited because number one, we're in a insanely gorgeous location for oh, our we're in a VIP suite like, right now. That's how we do. That's how we roll. There's a bottle of vodka right in front of us <laughs> waiting to it's what time Wait, right now? Nine. We have coffee, vodka, and some, some tequila. Um <laughs> not a great way to start the day because we are in Miami and um we're just really, really excited because we've got an amazing guest for this episode. But before we dive in and do these amazing intros, formalities, we gotta get these out the way. Please give our sweet Instagram Page, that's what it's called. A yes. uh, follow. <laughs> it's at Rise with Dina and Becca. I'm Becca Pace, B E C C A P A C E. And I'm Dina Ivis, D I N A I V A S. Heck to the Yazah. And today I am reunited with the woman who I have to thank for so, so many things, but um, for mostly my mental health um, because. Working out with this woman to my left um, really got me through some some very, very tough times in life. So, Kate Giacino, welcome. Hey, hey. Welcome to the pod. Would you like to um, tag your hand, Dahlia, on social media? <laughs> yeah, you can find me at Kate underscore Giacino, C-A-I-T underscore G-I-A-C-I-N-O. And thank you so much for being here, ladies. Oh, oh my so gosh. Good. Thank you for having us stay in this glorious sweet we feel like celebrities and we have to shout out your husband for letting <gasps> oh, us crash yay! here too i know it probably was a real struggle to have three girls crash in your hotel room <laughs> <laughs> three beautiful ladies on his arm all night um, i think he managed we were up late last night you guys yes um, because it's all about balance let's be real <laughs> um, it is but so a quick intro so kate and i met in jersey city um Woo! where i was <laughs> teaching at this um really amazing gym um, where you were an incredible trainer, and somehow, I think, did you take my class? Is that how we Yeah, met? I started taking your yoga classes, and I was in love. Oh my god, <laughs> girl crush. Um, and then I was like, I need to like step up my game in the fitness department, because, you know, I came from a group fitness background, I wasn't always a yoga teacher, but I just like, you know, I get very intimidated by machines and stuff, and we had Same. like everything at that gym, and you'd yeah. see like all the trainers doing all these things, and I would just do my own thing, like in my own little bubble because I just didn't know how to use a lot of this stuff. It was very intimidating. And like I always would watch you and like she's doing some cool shit. <laughs> I do that too. And she taught me all her ways. Yay. Um, and it re I saw just such amazing changes not only physically but like I said in my mental health. Just like changing things up and making exercise fun and we got to be fast friends and it's funny this is the like first time we actually like hang hung out and had like drunks. I can't get the word out. <laughs> I had a few too many um, last night. But um um, but, you know, I just feel like uh, we got so close through that connection. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Oh, my God. And I feel like I've known you all this oh, time. I know. Because, you know, when, when you have a close 
acquaintance via a close friend. You just feel like you're part of that world. And, 100%. And your workouts have been played in our apartment many a time. So I'm like, <laughs> I know her voice. I know her cueing. So it's so good to officially meet oh, you. Oh, it's so good to officially meet you. I couldn't be happier that you guys are here and that oh you're having God. me be part of this. <laughs> We're trying to lure her down here we forever. Sure. <laughs> um, but, but yes, so one thing that we have in common that we found out through working out together is we were both competitive gymnasts and you know that lifestyle is very very grueling um, on like young girls I mean I, I hope it's changed nowadays but back in the day it was you know it was very very tough um, to grow up with like training that hard and like that mentality of like you know you always have to win and mm. you know look a certain way Especially so when you're so young too. Yeah. yeah and I know that you know I don't know how much you want to open up about like your past and that but we had some great talks just about how that like affected us both yeah, I mean, I definitely think gymnastics was a blessing and a curse in my life in a lot of ways. It was something that taught me discipline and, you yeah. know, just kind of, you know, it's a team sport, but at the end of the day, it, it's you. And right. if you don't perform how you need to perform, right. you affect a whole, you know, group of people. So I think yeah. that was something that was both good and bad. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a place where I think a lot of my body image and history with dealing with like an eating disorder and all of that stemmed and I think it unfortunately was an environment that kind of let that just flourish oh, yeah. um, oh, yeah, yeah. you know being in a leotard all the time around other girls and you know I mean I was a teenager and a preteen when all of that was happening so it's like you're going through puberty your body's changing so much and everybody can see every mm. inch of you mm -hmm. um, but you know no, no regrets. It definitely taught me a lot about myself yeah. and life. And but looking back on it, I do almost wish there was like a stronger adult or someone that could have stepped in to kind of guide you through that area of your yeah. life. And that's something that I definitely want to be for young girls. You know, I think that we're so just taught to scrutinize ourselves right. and pick mm -hmm. each other apart and compare ourselves yeah. and. Um, that's something I'd like to see change as the generations continue, I guess. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And I yeah. think it's slightly happening to, to a certain degree. I feel like the younger generation seems to be a little bit more open with their image. Now, granted, there's the, the parallel of that when we have social media telling you that there's a standard that's a certain yes. way. But I, I do feel like at least with some of the, the new friends that we've made that are a bit, a bit younger than us, they don't seem to have the same quietness I guess or they're, they're very open about yeah. about the way that they look and it's yeah. almost they have a lot more acceptance I think yeah and I don't know if it's because this dialogue is happening more yeah you know it's sort of behind closed doors if, if yeah I mean I think that's I think it's all about the dialogue yeah. and people just being open about their shit I mean right. And, <laughs> right I mean I feel like that was always such a hush hush thing in you know when I was going through that like it was like oh like Kate's struggling with x y and z you know right. but it was you know, so were a million other people, and right. just nobody and I'm sure was. It didn't help when you had nobody to talk to about it. Right, you know, and just... I, you know, I mean, and anytime I open up about my past on social media or whatever, the the messages that flood my inbox from girls that I thought had it all together right. in you know high school or middle school or mm -hmm. college, and then I'm like, oh my god, we could have been there for each other. We could have you know held each other's hand through right. that, or and it's it's astonishing honestly like hearing all of this feedback from people and every time I talk about it so I think that it's it's all about the dialogue it really yeah. is well it's great that it's now happening uh -huh. and you're finding this out right. now granted it would have been amazing to know that back you know when you were going through it yeah. but now it's like you can be this beacon 
for other young girls and you can share your experience yeah. and, 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 and have this like amazing community yeah. of people online now who yeah. are opening up and, and are more comfortable talking about the uncomfortable. Absolutely. Topic. I think that everything happens for a reason. You know, I think that, you know, I went through what I went through for, you know, so I can exactly be what Becca just said, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. something for other girls and guys, you know, people that are just struggling with body image, whether it's an eating disorder or just kind of those like, you know, self-loathing thoughts. It's just something that I want to be there for, you know, anybody that needs somebody. Right. Here, here. How did you start to like pull yourself out of it when you were, you know, did you have to hit like rock bottom with it? Yeah. Or? I had to hit a few times. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I basically struggled with an eating disorder from the time I was in sixth or seventh grade all through college and really wow. even like, I mean, I had some, you know, I don't know, setbacks, I guess, because even right before Mike and I were getting married, because it's just, it's a control thing for mm -hmm, me, and yeah. it's totally, um, you know, especially if there's like a big event where like, I want to look a certain way, or if things in my life are just kind of a mess, you know, I definitely use it as something that I lean on, because I'm just upset with myself in general, and I, yeah. I think it's almost how I take things out on myself, mm -hmm. you know, it's like a punishment thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I think what helped me the most and what I would recommend to anyone struggling with an eating disorder is you need to get yourself into therapy and you need to get a eating disorder specialist, okay. not just, you know, and not, not saying that other therapists aren't qualified or great, but right. someone that truly understands what's going on in the mind. And that is what helped me the most. And I still see a woman that I love that's right out of Hoboken and she right. has helped me more than anything. And I think you know, that's, that's the ticket, you know, finding someone that knows eating disorder specifically. Um, and that can really help get you through and just, you know, it's all about thought checking mm -hmm. and knowing when you're spiraling and when you need to, you know, pull yourself out of it and just being in, more introspective and right. meditation and yoga and stuff like that has definitely <clears throat> helped. I mean, I know you said that weightlifting and just changing your exercise has helped you with your mental health, but yeah, yoga and meditation and all of that has definitely been huge for me yeah. in this journey I mean, as well. It teaches you acceptance and I think that that's like one thing I, I think it's so brave that you were open about what you've been through because you know I think especially as somebody who is a trainer and who has people looking up to them it's yeah. like you know people have this image of you as you know we can all relate to yeah. in, in this industry of like being a certain way and always having your <laughs> shit together and you know the reality is we don't always have our shit together right. and we we come from these struggles in our past and i know you also similar to me it's so interesting it's like we have such parallel lives you were in the fashion industry mm -hmm. for a while and i was in like beauty pr which is also just like a very very tough like image driven industry yeah. so i'm curious how did you get into fitness <laughs> so i i went to the fashion institute of technology i was like dead set on going there you know since i was in middle school i was like i'm gonna go into fashion i'm gonna go into fashion and I did it and I, no regrets. I loved FIT. I got a crazy good education, but as soon school. as I got into the industry and it wasn't even, you know, what people would probably think like, Oh, you know, the typical fashion industry, you know, bullshit. I was just like, Holy shit. I cannot sit at a desk. Like I, <laughs> I, I have way too much ADHD oh, yeah. and I, I grew up as an athlete and I remember just sitting at my desk and I would literally be like shaking. I'd be like, Holy shit. Like I can't look at Excel. I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't do this anymore. And it was a lot more number crunching than I think I envisioned. You know, it's right. not, it's not what the movies depict. <laughs> um, and I, 
loved um, group fitness classes. That's one thing. FIT had a crazy good group fitness no program kidding. for the college girls. So That's good. Amazing. So many cool instructors came through there and um, I just loved taking classes and that's something I kept yeah. doing. And then I fell in love um, with this program, PIO, which is like a hybrid of like Pilates and yoga, but kind of on steroids. It's like so intense. <laughs> it's, it's so good. And I just was, you know, I'm going to get certified in this and te- and go back to FIT and teach it. And that's literally where I started. That's so um, crazy. And then I, you know, base the gym where I work at, which is the best health club, in my opinion, in the United States, not even in just New Jersey. It's, <laughs> it's my second home away from home. Um, you know, I lived across the street from there and I just went in one day and I actually met with the owner and he just like sat me down on the couch. I'm like, this is what I want to do. And, um, you know, I, I still remember the way he looked at me and the kind of just like, you know, like you want, you want more than this. Like you, you know, there's, you're still, I think he literally told me like, you're still figuring out your life or like something like that. I was like, I am. Um, and I started teaching there too. And then I was just so happy and alive when I would teach group fitness. It was a feeling like, and I still get that way. I mean, I'll drag myself into a room to like, all right, I got to teach. Like after I've already had six or seven or eight clients and right. then the moment that mic goes on and it's that music like goes on, on it's stage, like right? ah, you know it's, <laughs> and then the high you get after is just oh it's so awesome um but yeah I started in group and then I started chipping away at my other certifications got my personal training cert my fitness nutrition cert um and then I just asked my loving husband one day basically <laughs> like do you support me in just jumping ship and seeing where this goes? Oh. <laughs> and he said, yeah. And he was like, go for it. Oh, and yeah. give a round of applause. I mean, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Because um, I'm sure you've seen, he's, he's in the room, you guys. Like, <laughs> our first male guest as well. <laughs> but I'm sure you've seen some amazing positive changes. I mean, you guys met super young, right? And like, look at y'all now. You know, not that you're old or anything. I mean, let's, we're the oldies at the table. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure you saw her just flourish when she started doing something she loved. It was a night and day kind of difference, you know. I could tell you weren't happy, you know. Like you said, it just wasn't what you wanted to do at, at the core of it, right? And that day that you had that con- that we had that conversation, like it wasn't even a thought because I knew you weren't happy at that point. So, you know, being able to just jump into it and then see her succeed from like day one, and then it, you know, I think that that's rare. She just grew mm-hmm. into it and kept going and running and running with it. Now it's like an enormous part of your life. And I'm jealous because <laughs> she has this incredible, passionate career, you know? And that's yeah. such a rare thing to, for anyone, I right. think, to achieve. And it's very, for both your accounts, Regina and Kate, like being able to say, I can't do this particular job anymore. I'm going to jump into a job that's a little more risky as far as like yeah. your comfort. So it, risky. You know? Yeah. But it's like, it just goes to show that if you do follow your passion and you're doing what you love, the other things just eventually fall into place. Yes. And I think that comes across, you know, I think that if you love what you do, people see that and they honor that. And you know, it's a contagious energy. So to Mm -hmm. anyone that's thinking about making a career move and if you're (laughs) hating your job, just, just do it, jump and see if you swim. And if you don't, you can always go back to whatever. And that was the attitude I always took. Like I can always right. go back. Yep. I can always, Absolutely. Oh, I always have my education. I can always go back, but, um, yeah, just do it. Just go. Yeah. 
Can we circle around because you are a nutritionist, yes? Or no, I have my fitness nutrition fitness certification. Nutrition. So I'm not an RD, but I do help my clients okay. with like meal prepping, meal planning, we organizing wouldn't... how they eat and helping yeah. people figure out what's what's right for them. But if someone has, you know, like a medical um Ish, not an issue, but just something that they obviously need more of a doctor right. to deal with. I, I refer out to RDs. Okay. okay. I mean, I feel like that would be the standard protocol. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Yes, absolutely. But it's, but we were interested because you were talking about intermittent fasting and you were yeah. talking about these things that, you know, Dean and I are like, we wake up and we're like, food immediately. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like, I'm like go still to bed asleep. dreaming about breakfast. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't wait to fall asleep. Wake up and eat. And eat immediately. Yeah. Food. So I don't know because, you know, people have actually been reaching out to us a bit about nutrition and our eating, you know, stuff. And I feel like we can double on that in another episode because we want to hear your experience with this too and get your... I have to interject and just say, you guys follow Kate on Instagram because you will see her meal prepping and it is so delicious. Like it's just, you don't have to eat like a bird. Number one, like the portions are like healthy size and it just always looks so damn good. Yeah. (laughs) And even on my Instagram, if you go to like my story highlights, I have one that's I think called either meal prepping or meal planning. And if you just, I, I go back and look at it and scroll (laughs) for ideas. I'm like, Oh shit. I remember when I made that, that was delicious. Like I'm going to make that again. Um, yeah, you know what? I, did intermittent fasting for a while and I think you know both my husband and I do it like on the weekends just kind of by accident but can you what explain I, what it is yeah so it's basically eating only during a certain window during the day and there's different ones you can do I always found that the eight hour window worked best for me so I would usually not eat until 11 a.m. or noon and then I would stop eating at 7 or 8 p.m. Okay. but you're not you're not what people get tripped up on is you're not supposed to be eating less calories or less macronutrients in that time like you have to eat okay. your you know recommended intake in those eight hours okay. um and some people are better with 10 and they do more of like the 10 10 eating 14 fasting and right. usually that's how i if my clients want to give it a try that's usually where i recommend starting because okay. eight can be a little jarring like yeah. especially if you woke up and you ate every morning and then now I'm telling you like, oh, you can't eat for another five hours. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, a long that's time. tough, but, um, <laughs> we would kill each other. Yeah. It would be, yeah. I don't think it, our hangry, hangry would be for real. <laughs> and it, and I'm not going to lie in the beginning when I would do it, like I would, um, feel that way, but you know what the problem for me was when I was at intermittent fasting is I, and coming from an eating disorder background as well, I did not understand hunger cues. Like, I never intuitively Mm. ate. It was so rigid and so structured, Mm. and I have to eat this at this time. And, you know, when I was in my corporate job, I was always like, I eat six small meals a day. And literally, like you said, eating like a bird. Like, my one apple, like, that's my, you know, and now my one protein shake. And it was never... Three um, almonds. (laughs) Yeah. And I was never... I was never full, yeah. but I was also never recognizing hunger. Yeah. But like when you intermittent fast and like 12 o'clock hits, I'm like, I'm hungry. Like, let's go. Like I'm ready to eat. And when I eat, I eat like two eggs and like also I have vegetables and mm-hmm. also a carb. So I eat a meal. It's right. not like 200 calories. It's more like 500 calories. And it's such a more satisfying way mm-hmm. yeah. to eat for me. And I mean, and some people can eat that like throughout the day, but I... I like the window. I think that it's a little better. And I'm also, I train all morning. So I find that when I'm 
you know, eating while I'm training my clients, like, you know, usually it's a shake and again, they're great, but it's not the most satisfying thing in the world. Or sometimes right. you don't even feel like you ate anything. I like to chew. Yeah. And that's not, yeah. It's not the most attractive thing to do on the gym floor, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. it really worked with my schedule. Cause I'd be like, Oh, I'm done with my morning clients and now it's 11 or 12 and now let's, let's eat. Yeah. Or I, or I'd work out and then eat. Cause I personally don't like to work out with food in my stomach. It okay. makes me sick. Some people are the exact We're opposite. We're so opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I, if I don't eat, I feel sick. Yeah, I have a lot of clients. I can like, yeah. eat during a workout. Like, <laughs> yes, you do. I, I feel like you can. do. <laughs> Like anything. I honestly think running track in high school ruined that for me because we would do like intervals and it would always be like after you ate lunch and like school is over and I would always just be like, oh my God, I can't this do that. This one over here, we'll make, we have this tradition where we have this mahi salad we get from Trader Joe's. Thanks, TJ's. Oh, and, so good. And it's like quite satisfying and filling. Very. And I feel like you're still like, you know, getting the chunks out of your teeth. Like, okay, I'm still finishing up the food. And you're like, all right, I'm going to go for a run now. I literally like, do. Excuse yeah. me? Like, I need to eat, but, like, I need also, like, that window. Yeah. You know why I think it was? And actually, Mike can relate to this coming from an Italian background. So I grew up in a big Italian family. And, like, the spread on the table, like, every day. I'm not just talking Sunday. Sunday was, like, next level. Like, there was, like, five tables. But, like, so I was just conditioned to, like, eat so much but then I wanted to go play so I would yeah. just cram all the food in on the table and on my plate because I wasn't allowed to leave the table until I ate everything yes. on my plate and then I would go play so like I just my body's conditioned yeah. to do yeah. that and I think that is so common not even I mean not so much my parents never really I mean they were always like eat your vegetables like don't just eat whatever but I was friends with so many people where I remember their mom would be like, you have, you have yeah. to finish what's on your plate. Yeah. And that's such, let's just people let that die. Yeah, like don't do that to your kids. Don't make food weird. Like if they're hungry, let them eat. If they're right. not hungry, they're going to come back when they're hungry. Yeah. Like it's all about, and going back to intermittent fasting, like it will, if you are someone where you're like, I don't understand my hunger cues. I don't know what being hungry or being full feels like, I, I totally would recommend giving it a go. I think it's okay. one of the best right. ways for you to actually learn and listen to your body. Yeah. Um, can we talk a little bit about our, like, the online segue? Because I know that you're back teaching yes. and training in the gym, but you did some online yeah. training as well. Because yeah. this is something that we, we've been kind of mentioning in our podcast throughout is that, you know, a lot of instructors are going back and teaching in person, and obviously we're going to find that happy balance. But um, can you speak of your experience, if you will? Yeah. I mean... I remember the first week, you know, everything shut down and you two were in Mexico. Is that where yeah. you guys were? And I took one of Dina's like very first online <laughs> On classes. On the porch, right? Because here I am, like I'm sitting in my, you know, I went from working probably 12 hour days yeah. all the time. Crazy. Um, and then, you know, my husband and I are stuck in the house or in the apartment and like thank god we have two bedrooms so mike had an office oh, and i could like dream and i could do my thing but i remember just sitting there and feeling so helpless and lost and i'm like yeah. what am i mm -hmm. gonna do how am i gonna reach people how yeah. am i gonna help people and then you know you did your online class and i was like oh shit like all right, like <laughs> I can jump on board. And I, you know, it was just my laptop in my living room and my cat that would always, you know, oh, come in. Cat cameos um, <laughs> and I brought back, you know, it was basically the formats that I was teaching at base and old formats I hadn't taught in a while. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people loved it, but it was intense. It was like, oh my God, you know, this is 
I was teaching in my living room like every day, you yeah. know, like I was doing seven classes a week in my living room and mm-hmm. um, thank God I loved it and it gave me human interaction because yeah. without that, I mean, like Mike is always on the phone like with work, like he's, you know, we couldn't like hang out during the day. It right. wasn't like that. You know, I was just alone and it was yeah. the only thing that really kept it was the only thing that kept me going. I feel like we're all on the same page with that because yeah. I think when you're in the in the group fitness and yoga world, you thrive <clears throat> when you teach. Yes. As you just said, it's like you would step into the studio Absolutely. and you teach for a group and you're like, it didn't matter how tired you were. So to have some kind of an outlet for us to continue to do what we love right and to be able to reach out to people continue you know throughout this like madness yeah. <laughs> and have this connection um, was definitely good for the mental yeah. the mental state for sure um it's interesting that you know people are now going back back to the gym back to work yeah. and um and I'm, it's amazing that things are starting to kind of pick back up but i was interested to do a poll because you know Dina and i we teach from home every day pretty much and you know we've obviously seen this an up and down which is yeah. which happens just yeah. summer in, i mean i get it you know <clears throat> yeah so i was just interested because i'm like are people still wanting to do the virtual thing when things are still open and um it strangely enough was very predominantly yes to in-home workouts Mm -hmm. and um I think you know having that happy balance between the working out at home since we've been doing that now for a year and three months and also being able to go into a studio and finding that happy balance and not feeling like you have to do one or the other yeah Yeah, you can totally do both you can i think the hybrid model is what's going to work best for us as instructors and also for for businesses for businesses and for our students because you know we're in a unique situation where now we're in florida so a lot of our students are back in new york and like they can't take our class anyway so Mm -hmm. if they want to take class with us their only option is and our only option to see them is through this virtual platform Mm -hmm. and i think like I really have to thank you, Beck, for like keeping me motivated to continue to do it because a part of me just wanted to scratch it all together and just be like, I just want to go out and teach in studios now and you know mm-hmm. I feel comfortable doing that now. But like we have these relationships with these people for over a year yeah. now and it would just feel so odd to be yeah. like, I'm just not gonna do this anymore. I Thanks know. for like playing along, guys, you yeah. know? And so when you did this poll on Instagram, I think it was yesterday. I did it yesterday. I was just so encouraged by Same. so many people saying that I think it was like <clears throat> seventy five or more percent said they still wanna do at home workouts. And actually yeah. I have some of their responses. Um, if you'd like to read them. I'll from I'll read phone. just a few, yeah. Um it, 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 Keep your finger on Oh, it. yeah, right. That whole, it's an iPhone, whole, not an Android. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like um, across the board, people's response was the convenience of working out from home is why they want to continue to do it. I want to drill that home real quick for yeah. y'all. Key takeaway, you guys. Okay, I get it. It's summer. You want to be outside. You want to maximize. Your, we've all been, like, cooped up. However, think about all the time you save not having to, like, go to the gym, Mm -hmm. wait for the class to start, like commute back, especially like if you're in New York and the subway's breaking down left and right and all that crap. Like you just press on, on your computer screen, you do your workout, you could be in your underwear, like you can still hang out with your cat and yeah. like, and then you're done. So you actually save time, you guys, by working out at home, you're inside for less time. Like, unless yep. you're doing all your workouts outside, which, like, in the debt of the New York City heat. And you can take you it are. anywhere with you. I, I saw love that. Yeah. Mike and I were in the gym um, in the hotel the other day, and this girl was there, and she was 
doing a class. There were multiple people coming up on the screen, and I just like thought of you guys. And she was in the gym doing her thing I on vacation, that. still showing up for class because she had her laptop, and that's all she needed. Right. Well, that's and that's exactly it. If you have a little bit of Wi-Fi, or if you're doing on demand, then it's already there for yeah. you anyway. Well, you're going to be teaching in California when we're there. Next I week, am. Right? I am. So I will. I will have a. a somewhat of a normal schedule but yeah we'll be teaching from west coast so that'll be fun yeah <laughs> but um let me just look this was this was great so this is ashley she says working out from home it creates no excuses standing and walking a few feet and starting a workout makes it happen every day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i love this one it's just so much easier and comfortable particularly for lazy introverts such as myself <laughs> <laughs> so, that's so, so good cute. And let's see, let me just, I wanted to read this one. So I have a, a student who I've seen every single week since March of 2020. Wow. She comes to every bar class. And interestingly enough, when she originally reached out to me, she said, I, I don't know if I'm, if I'm able to take your class. Like, is it going to be too hard? And I was like, absolutely not. Just come and let's just get to know each other. And she, she is one of those ones who she, she now takes, um, she said, my fitness got 100% better at home. I go to take Zumba at my gym once a week, which has been nice to see my friends, but I really love being at home mainly due to the change I've noticed in my strength and my weight and my overall feeling. Amazing. And so. like, you know, it takes away that like comparison, yes. you know, element of working out. Like like I even said, even me, like I was intimidated to use these machines at the gym. Mm-hmm. I've been in the fitness industry for like 10 years at that point, but right. I was like, I don't know what that thing does. And I don't want to look like dumb trying yeah. to use it, yeah. you know? So it's like, it takes away that intimidation factor, which I think like has really helped people like really get stronger and grow because they're willing to try more things and they have us as their guides, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and we're not judging them. So, right. um, no, I, I mean, just, I, I love that about it. Yeah, I had girls that would take my classes because it was like basically set up as like a program. Like we were doing lower body, we were doing upper body, yeah. we were doing full body, we were doing stuff that was like only body weight, you know, because we had such limited equipment. But people would message me all the time, they're like, I'm in the best shape of my life. Yeah. In COVID. Yeah. You know, right. when other people are not you know they're going the complete opposite direction but they're like i because i can show up and i can do the recording if it's not at a time that works for me and Mm -hmm. it's like you said it's no excuses it's just you can make it happen and like one of the things that somebody commented on your poll was just i think like you know they were nervous to take your bar class right because they didn't know if they could handle it or whatever but Mm -hmm. it's like you just got to start small you guys and i think that's one thing that like i really Mm -hmm. learned from you is like you know we're going to do five reps to start. Okay. Yeah. But then you're going to work up to like 20 and like right. you will get there, but it might not happen in a week. It might not happen in a month, but like you have to start somewhere. And I was listening to this other great podcast. Um, oh, the woman's name is escaping me. Oh, the podcast itself is called do you fucking mind, which is why I love it. That was Yay! our first F-bond. <laughs> that was our first F-bond today. We really kept wow, it together. We did. Very fancy. 30, 30 minutes. Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and she, she's actually a Pilates teacher and she was talking about how like, you know, you start with a grain of sand and then all of a sudden you have like a sand castle yeah. one day, you know, but if you don't start with that grain of sand, like you're never going to build the sand yeah. castle. So I was like, that's so brilliant. It's so true. It's like, you know, we were doing these 30 day challenges, which we're going to launch on right back. Yes. You can tell peeps about it in a second, but you know, when we started doing them, it was like a hundred push ups a day or something, which sounds insane. And we're well aware of that, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. 
start with five and then do like five later and then by the end of the day you're like oh shit I did it yeah you know and it can be 50 it, can be, it doesn't have to be you know we just started like we, we went big because that's well, how that, we that, do oh, <laughs> like, feet first what did one of your students say at the end like it was Angelina I believe like well she like it's just was amazing because we were asking people to like if they do any social media just tag us so we can see their progress and it was the same thing. Like, and, and Angelina, we got to shout you out, girl. I miss you, by the oh, way. You're the best. Um, she would start with her like time lapse of her push-ups, like on an elevated surface or against a wall. And as the weeks went by, she's on the ground. She's uh-huh. lifting her knees. She's. It was like it was we amazing. could see this the progress. And it was just a matter of like, all right, I'm gonna do ten, and then I'm gonna do ten, and I'm gonna do ten, and all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, mm-hmm. I can do this, and I just did a, a full push up on my toes, uh-huh. and I didn't think I could ever do that. It's and I amazing. think that's where social media is actually amazing. It's like when you're posting every day that you're doing this 30 day challenge, it keeps you accountable. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It keeps us accountable. Exactly. Uh-huh. Some days we're like, we don't want to do it today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Angelina's doing it. Yeah, but Angelina just tagged us, so oh shit, let's do this. So that brings us to our July challenge, and I think. Um, Kate, thank you so much oh, for like sharing all your insight and like obviously for the two of you for letting us sleep in this like luxury. <laughs> I wish we were like videotaping. I know I say that. Videotaping. Uh, <laughs> video recording where we are right now because the location is amazing and we're oh, just so happy wow. that you guys came down and were willing to do this with us. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna kind of end this on a let's all maybe commit to a July challenge and we're going to start with 50s because 50s is a small achievable goals is something that we've been talking about. Make it something that you know you can do. Right. So maybe it's one. Great. But 50 (laughs) is the magic number. We're going to do 50 push-ups and 50 Um, core core exercises. exercises. And we'll, we'll, map it out so that you guys don't feel like you have to come up with something on your own. We'll, and I'm we'll... going to steal stuff from Kay, let's be real. Uh, <laughs> because she's taught me so many amazing things. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> so, um, so we're going to launch that July 1st. July 1st. we're going to be very jet lagged because we're getting on um, a very early flight tomorrow morning. Yes. But we're going to do it with y'all guys. So if we can do it jet lagged, y'all can do it <laughs> yeah. with us. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much again for being uh-huh. our loverly guest. We're thank you. Your insight is amazing, and your knowledge is, I'm sure, it's going to help a lot of people yeah. who are tuning in. And Mike, thanks for the cameo. <laughs> and um, happy to be the first male guest. I'm sure you're. I'm excited to hear your voice <laughs> on the podcast. Right. Um, so thank you guys as always for tuning in. Yeah. We will. Uh, We'll catch you next time. Yeah, well, next one's going to be live from Cali. Live from California. We might just have another guest there, too. Oh, shit. (laughs) Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you like what you hear, make sure you click follow so you're in the loop with all of our new episodes. And please be sure to spread the word to all of your friends.